For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. Forgive and forget with Tad and Drex on B98.5. You need forgiveness. We help you ask for it. Adam, I understand you and your wife have split the chores. What brought all that about? It was actually her idea. I had been cooking a lot, and she had told me that she hates figuring out food. She hates to cook. So the deal we made was if I kept cooking and laying on our meals, she'd be cool with taking on most of the housework. How's it been working? Uh, it's We're kind of struggling with it because <laughs> she comes into my office multiple times a day, and she tells me she's hungry and to make her food. So and you've become a short order cook. Yeah. Like she's take, you feel yeah. like she, and how is she holding up on the chores around the house? Is she holding up her end of the bargain? Uh, yeah, but the thing is, she told me I'm not holding up on my end of the bargain because she said she wants breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks served to her. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if she's doing all the other household chores and the only thing you have to do is cook, then... Do you get the sense that she's being so demanding because she wants you to give up? Like, is she trying to wear you down so that you're like, okay, I can't do it anymore? Or does she like this setup that you guys have? Who wouldn't like being waited on hand and foot? You guys hear what I'm saying here? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so forgive and forget... You want us to call Taylor and ask forgiveness for what? Because right now, you're making her sound like a monster. <laughs> well, it kind of came to a head a few days ago, and we got into a fight. We didn't kind of get into a fight. We got into a big fight. Mm -hmm. She was and hangry, I, yes. <laughs> and I said some pretty lousy things to her. And, I, you know, like I said, she comes in throughout the day for different meals or for snacks. And I told her, like, well, I don't tell you when I think something needs to be cleaned. Um, oh, my wife would say, well, you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we put you on hold here? We're going to call your wife. We're going to help you ask her for forgiveness. We have 10 minutes. In that time, could you please make your wife like a sandwich or something? <laughs> okay, good. You walk in, hand her a croissant, then walk out, and we'll call her. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive and forget on B98.5. Is it too late now to say sorry? You need forgiveness. Tad and Drex help you ask for it. Adam and his wife agreed to divvy up the chores where he cooks and she cleans, but he wants our help asking her to forgive him because he really no longer wants to be her personal <laughs> chef. He says that she demands meals and snacks at all hours of the day. Adam, stand by. We're going to talk to your wife here. Hello? Hey, Taylor. Tad, Drex, and Kara at B98.5. How are you this morning? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> we're fine. We, uh, we're calling to ask you about the divvying up of the chores. We understand you and your husband have an agreement. Yeah? How do you know about that? Well, we heard about the fight. In fact, the whole neighborhood knows about the fight. <laughs> you guys got oh, into an Lord. argument because you were asking him to cook meals and snacks and really be his personal chef. I don't know what to tell you. Things were stacking up in our home, 
And I was like, well, we need a system for this. So I asked him if it would be okay if he cooked and I cleaned. And he agreed to that. So I don't really, I don't know what you're asking about. Well, he said that you've been really pushing it on the, like, he, he agreed to make three meals a day. And now it's turning into snack time. And He says I'm pushing it. That's okay. Did he mention that we have a newborn? So not only am I doing all of the cleaning, all of the laundry in the house, but I'm also doing, like, 95% of the care for a baby, waking up at all hours, feeding diapers, all of that while he works from home. Oh, he did yeah. not <laughs> mention yeah. that. No. Adam? Yes? You forgot to mention the newborn when you talked to us before. Yes, I did. Mm, no, you never I, told us about a kid. Just no. check the no, tape. I, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, forgot not about your infant child that your, your wife has been taking care of. It's obviously your first child. Yes. Adam has no idea what goes into having kids. No. And when we made this deal, it was, I'm going to do most of the baby stuff. I'm going to do all of the cleaning stuff. And he agreed to do all of the cooking. So I'm thinking like basic meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, right? No. Saturday, Sunday, each day he does a big meal prep, like in the Instant Pot, and then it's just in the fridge all week. So, like, if I want to eat lunch on a Thursday or a Friday, it's, like, slimy and gross. Ew. This is not what he said he was going to do. Adam, you made it sound like you were Emerald, <laughs> and it turns out that you're just making, like, a crock-pot meal and serving leftovers all week? He's capable of making us good food, but he just thought he could, like, take care of his half of everything with an Instant Pot. Like, I am I am at my wit's end over here. So, Taylor, uh, this is an awkward time to ask this, but Adam was calling to ask your forgiveness about the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can forgive him about the fight, but we do need to work out the meal situation, right? I want at least two fresh-cooked meals a day, whether it's breakfast and dinner, breakfast and lunch. I don't care. Yeah, I think I could do that. That, that, that sounds easy enough. <laughs> <laughs> on the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Tomorrow morning at 7, Sean gave his girlfriend a ring, and she said yes to a question he never actually asked. <laughs> sounds dicey. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., Forgive and Forget. There's a lot going on in the world, and we tell you about the important stuff. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters, 725. Light rain showers on and off, but sunshine by late afternoon with a high of 59. Next few days, gorgeous. What's going on, Kara? So the state of Georgia has four new sites opening up today to try and get as many people vaccinated for COVID-19 as possible. They're over in Albany, Macon, Habersham County, and right down at the Delta Flight Museum. They're trying to have 22,000 people a week taken care of at these locations. And they want to increase that number as additional supplies become available. So they're just starting to get geared up. Now, they also launched this MyVaccineGeorgia.com website where you should be able to somewhat easily sign up for an appointment for one of those four locations. And the cool thing about this is that even if you're not currently in an eligible group, which right now is those that are 65 and older, uh, first responders, Mm -hmm. caretakers, stuff like that, you can go ahead and kind of pre-register to be one of the first in the queue when your age group becomes available. I don't know, remember what state it is, it was probably Florida, but (laughs) did you see the two women, like they were 35 and 44 that dressed up as senior citizens? Uh, 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 Yes. 
ridiculous. I mean, you can't you can't go to jail for something like that, can you? No, uh-huh. not if you're super creative. Even if you rob a bank and you're really creative about it, you should not go to jail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a good feeling. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. I know if you're an American Idol fan, you were just as blown away last night as Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryant were when 21-year-old Douglas native Willie Spence closed out the second week of auditions. Not only does he have an incredible story, but his voice is unbelievable. I knew that we'd become the judges like giggling there they were just so lit up about this contestant and willie has recently lost almost 200 pounds after having some health issues that put his singing in jeopardy so i have a feeling that we'll be able to watch this guy's journey and watch him lose some more weight because he's going to make it all the way to the end of course he got a golden ticket to holly weird and katie perry had one more word of advice for willie as he was walking out of his audition willie Mm-hmm. Try not to sing circles around everyone out there. <laughs> it, just give them a fighting chance. Give them a oh fighting chance. Wow. <laughs> so you know if those three are pumping him up, we got to keep an eye out for Mr. Willie Spence. Cool. Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Hey, Brittany in Cartersville, will you kick her out of the studio for us? Okay, Kara, get out of the studio. I'm gone, Brittany. Good luck. Thank you. Kara's going to mask up and leave the studio. We're going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions while Kara stands outside the room. Then we'll bring her back in. We'll ask her the same questions. If you're able to answer more right than Kara, she's going to pay you $100 cash, okay? Okay. We're brought to you by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Here's question number one for you, Brittany. Today is National Margarita Day. What type of liquor do you make a margarita with? Tequila. Question two, it's official. Kim has filed for divorce from Kanye. Name their firstborn. North. Number three, a behind-the-scenes video has surfaced showing it only took one take for Michelle Pfeiffer to whip the heads off four mannequins in Batman Returns. What character did she play in that movie? Catwoman. Number four, the engine on a United flight ended up on someone's lawn shortly after takeoff on Saturday. Name the company that makes the 777 aircraft. I have no idea. Number five, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are officially out as members of the royal family. Meghan rose to fame, betraying Rachel Zane on what legal drama? Um, oh, um, Brittany, you were doing so well. Oh, God. Uh, um, Three, it's, uh, two, one. Suits. suits? Did you say Suits. Yes. Okay. I thought she said sweets. All right. Let's bring Kara back. All right. Brittany and Cartersville, all business this morning, getting four right. Very good. Done. Questions are tough. So four is the number, Kara. Okay. All right. Same questions, Kara. It's National Margarita Day on a Monday. I guess Moe's Monday. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. What type of liquor do you make a margarita with? Tequila. Brittany knew that one. It's one to one. Question two Kim is filed for divorce from Kanye. Name their firstborn. Northwest. That's what Brittany said as well. Two to two. Number three. Three behind-the-scenes videos surfaced showing it only took one take for Michelle Pfeiffer to whip the heads off four mannequins in Batman Returns. What character did she play in that movie? My favorite character, Catwoman. Not messing with Michelle Pfeiffer.
for any longer. It's three to three. That's what Brittany said. Number four, the engine on a United flight ended up on somebody's lawn shortly after takeoff on Saturday. Name the company that makes that 777 aircraft. Boeing. Yeah, Brittany didn't have an answer on that one. Kara's up four to three. Number five, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are out as members of the royal family. Meghan rose to fame, portraying Rachel Zane on what legal drama? Suits. Yeah, it took Brittany a minute, but she finally got it. It doesn't matter, though. Final score is five to four. Brittany in Cartersville, are you smarter than Kara? Not today. Kara, your new record, 969 wins and 32 losses. Sorry, Brittany, and cute little voice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you. I have my daughter trying to help me. Oh, I didn't hear the voice. You I was like, are you saying that Brittany has a cute like, little Ow. voice? Like, you know, I say that it's harassment. <laughs> 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 Brittany, have a great day. Anybody else that wants to play can sign up, of course, at tadandrex.com. Don't change, okay? Thank you. Good morning. It's Tad, Drex, and Kara. So flying is the safest mode of transportation, mm-hmm. and everybody tells you that as you terrifyingly get on a plane <laughs> because... Really, you hear about one story like we heard over the weekend, and it doesn't matter that it's the safest (laughs) mode. If you were on that plane when that happened, you don't really want to get on another one. How safe it's supposed to be. Could you imagine if the captain hit the wrong button, like to talk to the cabin passengers instead of talk to, um, like, flight control when he said this? Mayday, Mayday, United 328 Heavy, Mayday, Mayday aircraft. Yeah, the engine like just started disintegrating and falling from the sky. And uh, this is a a recount of one of the passengers who was on that flight when the engine just started falling apart shortly after takeoff. There's a big boom, the kind of sound you don't want to hear when you're on an airplane. And I instantly put my shade up and I was pretty frightened to see that the engine on my side was missing. Oh, missing. (laughs) Go back to the pilot real quick. When they do talk to the the audience or the passengers or whatever, they sound so relaxed, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, this is the most casual thing ever. If you look over the right, that's their relaxed voice. They're terrified right? planes going down voice is pretty darn I feel soothed. Do you know what it was like when uh, Sully was like, hey, we'll be in the Hudson. Right? Hudson, Scott, yeah. like, great bedside it, manner. You're right though, Ted. It is, it is very rare that you see and hear a story like this that we heard over the weekend. Is it because something like this happened to me, gosh, 15 years ago, and it was out of the Denver airport, too. What? I was going to Amarillo to see Wesley Skeebers, and (gasps) normally I would get a direct flight, but Wesley booked my trip and was trying to pinch some pennies, so he had me fly from Atlanta to Denver and then get on a smaller plane in Denver and fly to Amarillo. Mm -hmm. And I've got a window seat, and all of a sudden I hear a sputter, and I can see the propellers slowly stop moving. You're in the sky? I'm in the sky, oh. and I am losing my mind. Nobody comes over the intercom. Nobody says anything at all. And then all of a sudden, we drop a little bit, and I guess they had to, I don't know any technical plane terms, but I guess it recranked that motor or got that propeller working back again. 
And I did not fly again for a good 10 years after that. You don't, for 10 years? Oh, yeah. So when it, you, you didn't do anything when you saw the propeller stop running? You what is like, there to do I don't know. except for I pee yourself? Don't climb out there <laughs> and start. <laughs> that bridesmaid scene where it's like there is a woman in traditional colonial gar- garb standing on the engine. <laughs> nope, definitely would not have been me. I was glued to the seat, white knuckled. Who has the craziest thing that happened on their flight? 404-741-0985. Holly is on hold in Atlanta, said she also had a hairy situation at the Denver airport. No! Oh my. Next. Who had the craziest thing happen to them on an airplane? A United Airlines flight ended up being from Denver to Denver over the weekend <laughs> after one of the engines blew up raining plane parts on the people down below. No injuries, but incredible. You, you can't blame those passengers on that plane if they never fly again. Mm-mm. Carrie, you had something similar happen on a flight from Denver. Yes, it was crazy. I was going to Amarillo and the propeller just stopped propelling all of a sudden. Mid-flight? And- Mid-flight, in the air. But started back up miraculously. But yeah, eventually started back up and we were okay. Holly in Atlanta. My story was also in Denver. No way! (laughs) I was flying from Atlanta to Denver. The wind shears off the mountains can be horrible. And we were landing and to the point that we could see the runway lights. And all of a sudden, we went completely nose up and straight (gasps) up. And everybody, like, you could heard a pin drop inside the airplane. And once we leveled up and started to circle around, the pilot just came on and said, sorry about that, folks. If we would have continued on that course, it would have been very ugly. And uh, that's, that's the only explanation that we got. What? But when we came back in for a landing the second time, there was no noise at all. Huh. Nobody was talking. It was very, very quiet. Everybody was praying. Right? Well, and, you know, usually, <laughs> Holly, when the plane lands, everyone, for the most part, has respect. They don't clog the uh, aisleways and rush to the front. But I got to imagine it was a mad dash to get off that plane. Yeah, we were ready to get off. <laughs> <laughs> Craziest thing to happen on a flight, Julie, in Gainesville? Um, we took off from Providence, Rhode Island, come into Atlanta. And when we took off the tire um, on the landing gear, you know, it blew. We heard a loud pop as the landing gear is being pulled up. Huh. And about then, the motor started spitting and sputtering and backfiring. I guess the rubber got pulled into the motor. Oh so it's like gosh. shooting flames out from the, from the engine. And we're, you know, we're taking off. So you're kind of at tree level here. So then the stewardess comes on, and she's screaming at the top of his lungs that the motor's on fire. You need to shut the motor off. We're on fire. We're on fire. <gasps> I don't think she realizes that she's over the total airplane. Oh, no. oh my gosh. <laughs> like, she shut the engine down. We went to Boston, drank a bunch of liquor, and then came home. Oh my I know gosh. Boston is about 45 minutes away from Providence. I'm assuming you took the train or you drove <laughs> anything but a plane. Yeah, well, that was my first indication is, like, go find me a rail car. I'll make that 12-hour drive. (laughs) So my next uh, three or four trips involved Valium. Uh (laughs) Kara keeps you in the know every morning. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. They'd say 24 light rain, showers on and off, but sunshine by late afternoon today. High of 59. What's going on, Kara? 
like we need anything else to make getting around downtown Atlanta any more difficult. But since Friday, a stretch of West Peachtree Street and 13th has been shut down because of a dangerously leaning crane. And that shutdown is going to continue all week long businesses and homes in the area have all been evacuated now they were permitted to go in and grab a few things from their spots yesterday but they're not going to be able to return again until the all clear is given so the construction workers for brasfield and gory said that one of the hydraulic cylinders went bad in the crane and that's what actually caused it to lean across the road so they've brought in two more cranes to help them dismantle the broken one (laughs) and then they'll try and finish doing whatever the heck they were doing in the first place it is a hot mess and it's going to continue to be so for the rest of the week. Do you think the crane company that the one is leaning, are they the ones that also had to bring in the new cranes? Or do they Do they have to call out to another yeah, company? A, a new yeah. company, yeah. I don't know. We'll let somebody else handle yeah, yeah. this. You, you guys are good. Have enough here. <laughs> Let's get you. a good feeling. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. So when you take those wedding vows, for better, for worse, okay, all right. Sickness and in health, okay. But does that include body parts, too? Brian and Amber Miller are putting couple goals to new heights. They knew that Brian was going to need a kidney transplant in his 30s. His dad had given him his kidney when he was 19, and they don't last forever. But when Brian caught a nasty virus recently, it attacked the one good kidney he had left and landed him back on the transplant list. He was going to have to be on dialysis until they found a proper match. And that can take years sometimes. So they were really hopeful that Amber, his wife, would be a match. And they began the process to find out. Well, they finally got the call. And miraculously, Amber is an exact match. So their surgery is scheduled for this Thursday. Fingers crossed and prayers up for this couple. Such a cool thing. What are the chances? I have no idea. Mary happens to be, like, it's hard to find a match. Exactly. I don't know if I'd want to live in that relationship. I know, right? What? Oh, Oh, you don't want to take the trash out? (laughs) I did give you my (laughs) It's time to play Beat Shazam. And Drex going up against. Carol, I'll give you five seconds to give me the artist and title of these songs. Mm -hmm. Science has chosen the most hated bands of all time. (laughs) Number one, of course, is in here, and so are some of the top 20 most hated bands. That's a clue, because you're not going to have an individual artist. Starting with Kara. That's Mumford and Sons, I Will Wait? Yes, is correct. Okay, sorry. So much I'm going to go through this list now and tell you they were number five on the list. <laughs> wow, that's hot. Are you going to continue to ask? No, or can I will give up? Okay. I, won't. <laughs> I had to figure I was going to ask. Your first song is. I'm through with standing in line. The clubs will never get in. It's like the bottom of. I already know Nickelback was number one on the list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the song is Rockstar. It is. The irony is, is these bands are all super highly talented, amazing bands. And Chad Kroger is sitting in his mansion drinking expensive wine right, right. now. Right, yes. laughing at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that was number one on the list. Kara. Oh, gosh. That's Dave Matthews' band, Ants Marching? Is correct. Quiet, the time, down, you 
tight. Drex, mm-hmm. are you ready for your next song here? We're all tied up. Don't Most do hated it. bands of Don't all do time. It. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that because I did, I did check them on the list. Coldplay, I think that song is Viva La Vida. Number 11. <laughs> Shazam, Kara, are you ready for your last song? I think so. Here we go. Most hated bands of all time. Oh, gosh. That's Creed, Arms Wide Open? Is correct. I didn't edit it, so you don't even have to hear any more of the <laughs> good, song. Good. I'm like, I can't hear Here. anything. We'll, we'll, we'll play the rest of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Drax. What? How can Pearl Jam be I on know. that list? Number I, 17. I believe that song is Alive. It is. Band behind Coldplay, dude. Nirvana is on the list. What? Yeah. So the list is flawed, except for like the first five. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from five to nine a.m. on B ninety eight point five.